Hey, Dean Lance. You guys have seen me through uh, three serious relationships now. Uh, Long-term serious relationships, and hopefully you guys will keep doing what you're doing and see me through the next one. Hail Satan. Activate white curly hair stick. Initiate Jukla. Commence annoying commentary. Begin geek upload. System check complete. All systems operational in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. This is sick and wrong. The podcraft. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, Steve Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. Jesus Wackerly, are you still excited from seeing the uh, Star Wars trailer? That's hyperventilating. Teaser, I mean, not a trailer, a teaser. I stand corrected. <laughs> I don't get the difference. Uh, you to know me, it's, it like, it's, like, uh, it's like reality TV and TV. It's, like, it's all TV now. Yeah, but it's a hype-building mechanism for something that doesn't really need to have the hype because it already has it from the The teaser legacy. is or the trailer? The teaser, because what they're doing is they're building excitement for the trailer. Because when the trailer comes out, oh everyone's going to have this God. big, massive, collective orgasm. Think about that. <gasps> I am thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, nerds, not even nerds, people. We're going insane all over the internet about this fucking, what is it, a minute-long, 45-second trailer? It was two minutes. Teaser. <laughs> and I have to say, the Lucasfilm or LucasArts logo is old and busted. Because <laughs> that takes up like the first 15 se- seconds. I mean, it's supposed to look old-fashioned. It's supposed to look like the Wild West saloon sign or something. Like, George Lucas needs to update that shit. But I'm sure like he came up with the idea 10 years ago, and he's like to- like everything else. He's totally wedded to it. And his creative directors are like, hey, we should maybe modernize the logo. No, it's supposed to look like an old-timey saloon. It's our brand. Guaranteed, <laughs> that's what he's saying. It's our logo. He has a high nerd voice. He doesn't have a fat guy voice, even though he has a fat guy body. He's got a fat guy, yeah. He's got a fat guy body. Fat guy beard. Um, you know, we're bitter. We're cynical about everything, but I got to say Actually, it. I, I take That a, looks pretty fucking cool. I was going to say, yeah, that's a good yeah. point. I take an uh, exception to that. Everybody who's more excited than me is a nerd. <laughs> and everybody who's less excited and saying that like people shouldn't be as excited exactly as excited as I am, they're an asshole. Yeah, you're an asshole. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I fully acknowledge the fact that I'm a bitter cynical prick about everything. But I saw that and I got a little giddy. It's it looks awesome. I'm excited about it. I've been burned before though, so you do have to reserve so you know. You want to go in with a healthy amount of enthusiasm, but, you know, with reasonable expectations. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting is that uh, it's funny because you see people talking about it all uh, online, like every news outlet's freaking out about it. True. All the, uh, the fan Normally, bo- we wouldn't even do it because there's probably going to be too much coverage, but uh, we didn't have a lot of great ideas this week. <laughs> yeah, it was, well, it was a combination, a dearth of great ideas and the fact that I'm going to that, that Star Wars celebration thing in Anaheim. Oh, yes get to that in a second regular listeners are like oh they have great ideas other weeks <laughs> jesus 
<laughs> I know. And then the long-term listeners are like, you know, I've been listening to the show for nine years. I still haven't heard a great idea. <laughs> One day. Yeah. Um, don't get your hopes up. But yeah, uh, you know, all these blogs are commenting on it. Well, here's the nine things that we've learned. Let's dissect this teaser to try to figure right. out what's going on in the trailer. It does, you know, J.J. Abrams is a good, good choice for director. I've been saying that since uh, we first heard that J.J. Abrams was taking the helm. And, and you know I loved him in uh, Good Times, and I don't <laughs> see why he's not going to be great in doing, you know, taking the reins of this too. He's really dynamite. He is a dynamite guy. He was a great painter. I heard he painted all the, uh, you know, the uh, storyboards. Yeah, he's he's a very talented style. man. And uh, there's a black stormtrooper now, so that's good too. And strong female character because J.J. Walker. Yeah, that's the thing. And, and 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 that's. I just think it's. I just think he has a vision, and finally <laughs> that vision's being realized. Do you think he's fighting with George Lucas every step of the way? J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Do you think Abrams is like? George, I, I love you. I love what you've done with the Star Wars franchise. You're a fucking corny guy. You're a corny guy. And what you, your ideas are corny. I bet you they hammered out a lot of the creative independence right up front. But, but here's what I imagine. Like, all that is hammered out. But, you know, George comes into this to watch the dailies or whatever, the cutting room. Maybe he's on set while they're directing. And he's probably just like inching over to JJ, like, oh, uh, JJ, you know, maybe you should tell him to. Uh, and, and, and JJ just has to be like, yeah, George, yes, yes, love your input. Craft services is over there. Uh, I know you <laughs> like those ham sandwiches. It's, it's right over there. And JJ probably has like George handlers just to like, because you know he can't help himself. Do you think he he stocks up table with like food that George just can't resist? Yeah, yeah, like as a like bait to get him away from the, the, <laughs> just direct, a distraction. the director's chair. A food distraction. So George still feels important. Mm-hmm. And he can sit there and and feel like he has a semblance of input to the movie, but at the same time, not really. <laughs> he's distracted by food and not annoying JJ. Well, right. he's making the That'd movie. That'd be my cool. plan. Uh, maybe JJ, you know, because JJ actually knows him. Maybe there's food and something else. I don't know. Do you th- <laughs> hand jobs? Do yeah. you think at the uh, the end when the movie's almost done, George is going to be like, "JJ, I'm sorry, I just can't let this go without a teddy <laughs> he bear." Throws in a bunch we of need crazy some special teddy bears. <laughs> yeah. We need a teddy bear. We need Jabba walking across like the Millennium Falcon. You know, that would be great though if Jabba was driving the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, could he fit in there? I think he's like a goo. <laughs> he doesn't he's really have like he's a- like a slug. Right, but a, a slug doesn't have a skeleton, right? A slug is goo. I, I, I guess he he might, he, but he's huge. He's like he's got a lot of a lot of girth. So are jelly. So are giant. You know, octopi. Hmm. I, you what know, I bet is, you. Yeah, he he could like you know you could squish him in there. I bet you Lucas though, with uh, the state of the art technology that he has at Lucasfilm, could make him fit. If he was just buff Jabba with abs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, make him fit into the cockpit. I thought you meant make him fit in the British sense of word. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like the Jabba in the new Star Wars. He's fit. No, I don't think he's going to slim him down. I mean, I, I think, uh, I think, I think um, George modeled Jabba after his own image. Right. But I'm thinking uh, he could make him fit into the Millennium Falcon in the cockpit. Right. Next like a wide to angle lens. and Chewie. And they're going to be like, this sucks. We got to sit next to this big fat slug guy. And plus he's all slimy. Is he slimy or is he scaly? Slimy. It's slimy. Like a frog. Yeah. 
One of the bounty hunters is more like a lizard, right? I think everybody had that action figure. I, I love how uh, we had these, uh, like, were they even tertiary characters? They're not even tertiary characters. Like, <laughs> they're background characters. characters. Yeah, background characters that were in, like, maybe one shot. But yet, let's just make an action figure out of them. Well, the other thing that's great about them is that, uh, you know, everybody's like, uh, well, just the design of the movie was so incredible. All the crazy characters. But you know, most of those characters in the background, like, they hired, like... Uh, some like makeup effects, you know, like mask making dudes, like whatever that guy is that we're, I don't know. I forget his name. Tom uh, Savini. Tom Savini. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, Tom, we need a guy who looks like this. And then we need a bunch of crazy things in the background. And Tom just was like, well, I have this garage full of shit. <laughs> like, here's a lizard guy. Yeah, throw him in there. And here's like some fucking elephant looking thing. Yeah, yeah, throw him in here. This something looks like kind of like a spider face. What about this walrus hammerhead guy? Exactly. Does that work? Yeah, all that was just shit that Tom Savini had laying around from, like, previous failed projects <laughs> that he figured out he could sell to George for, like, you know, top dollar. And then George was like, you know, let's make an action figure out of this and sell it to a, the world for top dollar. Yeah, George dollar. had the last laugh there. Yeah, I mean, he's making a ton of money. He, pay, he paid Tom Savini, like, 120 bucks. I have the rights to this for eternity, right? This design. Tom's like, yeah, I just want to get it out of my garage. My wife's fucking up my ass about all this stuff. <laughs> Do you think that's why we're so giddy about Star Wars? Do you think it was just the rampant commercialization of that film? Well, I mean, people, people, like, people have been ranting about that since it came out, right? That, that like, I'm sure, I mean, we were three years old when the first one came out, but we definitely bought a lot of toys through the 10-year run of the first three. But is that and, why we're so, you know, excited about it, so wedded to this movie? Like, oh my God, this is great. Another yeah. Star Wars installment. I do think that. And why but we were think, so but people, But adults at the time were complaining about it. I remember watching, you know, Saturday Night Live or whatever, and they'd make fun of the commercialism as we are doing now. But like, that's what made it fucking awesome for us. Like the movie was great and we loved it, but like getting all those toys was way better than the movie. And you gotta admit though, those toys were fucking cool. I had like I had Dagobah, the Dagobah playset. Oh, yeah, My brother great. had Hoth. The little foam uh quicksand thing. Awesome. The Death Star with I'd the uh, garbage crusher that. thing. Well, I didn't have either of my friends my did. Friend, you go to your yeah, friends friend and friend. trash the thing. They even made a Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon was dope. The X Wings were cool. Yeah. I remember I had Darth Vader's TIE, TIE Fighter. Fighter. Yeah. I mean but so there's so many cool toys, and I think that's why we grew up playing with these toys. Um, being excited about it. And and I think that's what's funny about like our generation. When we saw the sequels, we're like, yeah, this sucks. Who is this character? It's <laughs> like, you know, this is for children. Everybody's <laughs> mad. <laughs> They're criticizing those because it's like, these are just juvenile. Juvenile representations of Star Wars films. It's like, what are you expecting? Yeah, what a bunch of turds we were. Yeah, I mean, I, I gotta say, I, I saw that movie with my brother in Chicago when I still before I moved to California, and I was like, "That sucked." I was even stoned, and I was like, "This just sucks." And, and, uh, <laughs> it did suck. But what did you expect, though? I mean, did you expect something? Kids loved it. Kids loved it. Kids loved Jar Jar. Kids probably bought every Jar Jar toy. Well, not all of them, because you see them marked down, but. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. However, it's like now, once again, this, this excitement's ramped up. You see this teaser, and now everyone's talking about it. I think I'm more mature. When, when, the, when episode one came out, we were like 24? Yeah, it was like 23, 24. So now we're 26 years older. I, now I think I've reached the next level of maturity where I can accept that it's for kids and still enjoy it. 
Does yeah. that make sense? No, I mean, that, that's the thing. It's like I... I I'm not going to be pissed if, it, if I go in there like, this is childish. Well, yeah, of course. I'm confident that J.J. Abrams can make this a cool movie for multi-generations. You yeah. know, I think uh, multiple people will be able to uh, enjoy this movie, which is why they're having this big, massive Star Wars celebration in Anaheim this weekend. What is... I mean, it is the whole franchise... It's including the movies, nuts. the TV shows, the animated shows, the Christmas special. It's gotten out of hand, I think. Well, no, but it's a Hollywood juggernaut. I mean, so much money in Hollywood's been made off of Star Wars and Star Wars-related products. They're, they're not, this is, they're, so they debuted the teaser for The Force Awakens, which is the first episode of a new trilogy, the seventh installment of the core film series, and in the works are three spinoff films. Oh, there's going to be spinoff films to, three, the, three, to seven through nine? Well, no, there's going to be seven through nine of the core series, but then there's going to be three spinoffs in Bring addition. I don't care. It, you can't complain about that if you watch all these uh, Marvel movies because it's the same thing. It's like, we'll just make a giant universe and just make tons of movies out of it because we can reuse a lot of the character designs the story the you know plots can branch off of plots we've already written we know if somebody went to see thor one and two they're gonna go see thor three they're gonna go see another movie if thor's in it let's just make the green screen like much larger let's just extend it about 40 feet yeah and uh we're ready to go film a new movie they can't they can't they can no longer put a bunch of money into new ideas, which is what everybody complains about. Oh, Hollywood is rehashing old ideas and all these superhero movies. It's because everybody pirates movies. <laughs> we don't pay yeah. for them. So they can only make huge, big budget Marvel or Star Wars movies where little kids go see them, teens go see them, adults go see them, old people go see them. That's the only thing that can possibly have any hope of making its money back because everybody else will just steal all the other movies watch them for free at home. They can add a couple 3d cameras and then charge two times as much for tickets. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, no, they know what they're doing. And that's the thing with uh, star Wars. I mean, there's this whole extended universe, all new characters, all new plot lines. I'll watch a movie. That's like just about Boba Fett. Yeah. I mean, why not? Maybe and, that that will be the one that's dark and adult, right? And then all these douches, these jackoffs, can finally shut their mouth. Like, yeah, this movie about Boba Fett, where he just murders the shit out of everybody graphically, that's not for kids. <laughs> that's the one for you guys. And Dude, I would go watch that in a second. It'd be awesome. Yeah, how great would that be? Have like Guy Ritchie directed or something? Yeah, of or course. Or Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm sure Tarantino would be totally down with that too. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this this weekend, it's this this big Star Wars celebration thing. It's in Anaheim. It started, I think it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm only going Sunday. And the only reason I'm going is my girlfriend really wants me to go. I thought you were going the last day, you know, because of Jewishness and trying to get all the bargains and stuff that's left over, the merchandise. You know, I'm I'm not like, I don't collect Star Wars merch, so I'm not, it's not like I'm going, I think I'm just going more for the spectacle, but actually, what if you you see that uh, Death Star toy set though? Okay, I might buy that. (laughs) I can afford it now. I can afford it now. Um, But I I thought you were saying you're you're going because you're a Jew because it's the cheapest on Sunday because it's like 75 bucks Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, but Sunday is 60. Yeah. So, and not only that, I got P-Town to use his Disney powers to get me a 40% discount. So, um, yeah, what a bargain. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know, $28. I can afford that. They're going to make you an official Jawa. 
Yeah, I'm just, but yeah, I don't think the Jawas are supposed to be Jews. I think the blue guy that was Anakin Skywalker's boss, that oh, yeah. was the Israeli Jew. His big floppy nose. He had an Israeli accent too, right? But my uh, my girlfriend, who's a, a cosplayer, is in like cosplay like overdrive right now. Um, she and her friends are really excited about this, and they're they've been building this this costume, which I, I find somewhat hypocritical, um, but also very alluring. It's uh, she's they make these like Playboy bunny outfits. So they're like Playboy bunny outfits, but they're Star Wars themed. And there's like mm. twenty girls, Ryan Keeley and a bunch of other hot girls. They're all dressed up as different Star Wars characters. So like my I girlfriend's gonna be of this. C3PO. I don't know, they haven't done it yet. But uh, no, no, after. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I'll post some photos of it because it's hot. It's like Ryan Keeley, I think is gonna be like Darth Vader or something. Mm. And uh, one of her friends, Lauren, is gonna be uh is gonna be a uh, R2D2. And so no, they're, but they're but they're sexy. I mean, it's like very revealing Playboy bunny type outfits, uh, but with uh, Star Wars um characters. They did the same thing with Star Trek, I guess, like Trek <laughs> Trekkie bunnies. So they're doing this uh, Star Wars bunny thing. But what's funny to me about it is they'll wear these sexy outfits to like this convention. And, uh, but then at the same time, be like, you know, criticize this, the entire franchise for having no strong female characters. And the only female character that they do have in the movie is wearing a slave outfit. Well, she was a slave <laughs> at that point. But they're saying they're doing that just to please the male viewers. I you was know, pleased and, as and an eight-year-old. Hollywood's gender gap is exemplified in the Star Wars movies. But yet, I'm going to dress up in a little more than a bikini with bunny ears and go, uh, go to a Star Wars convention. Well, once again, they I mean, I don't know. More power to them for being the sexy Star Wars character. It but is super At the same awesome. time, I mean, this is a convention for a movie that's for children. <laughs> is that appropriate? <laughs> I got to say, though. Is your, does your girlfriend, is she one of those people who complains about the bronies, like adult men uh, taking over the My Little Pony convention? She laughs at the bronies. Okay. But, uh, well, if she thinks it's funny, then, but this is sort of the same thing. I, I think it's along the same lines as that. And, and actually, I mean... I think it's super hot. You know, I think it's great. But and if I was a kid, how stoked would you be? Like, as a 10-year-old, all of a sudden, like, 20, like, beautiful girls are all dressed it's up. It's the as... parents of the kids that are going to be like, oh, this is awkward. But what, what do you think your your dad, like, Papa Wackley, would have been like, cover your eyes, son. You will not behold these harlots. More like if it's the mom of a son <laughs> or a dad took his daughters there. That, that would be the maximum awkwardness, right? I mean, is... The dad's going to be like, he brings his, like, 8-year-old daughter there because she likes Star Wars. And he's like, great, thanks for teaching my daughter how to be a skank. <laughs> now she's going to be figure a that stripper. Out yeah. <laughs> These I do kind of agree with him about the, about the, especially the first, <laughs> the first, th- the first chronolog, <laughs> the first released three that we came out when we were kids. I mean, three hugely successful big budget movies and there's like two female characters in it. You know, I was about to ask you, can you name more than one? I, I Princess Leia. Well, there's Leia. Princess Leia. Then there's that It's a Trap thing. That's female. <laughs> that, that in general, Akbar Yoda. is not. Oh, Yoda, three. I, okay, I, all right. I, Yoda's a chick. The Jawas. The Jawas are all female. Yeah, Jawas had a hell of an ass, those Jawas. <laughs> Greedo um, was a female. Greedo was not a female. Yes, yes she was. So okay, so I mean, then, how do you know they don't have like four different sexes in Greedo's f- f- phenotype? 
Because I don't think Greedo had titties. I was looking. I didn't see any titties there. He's have you ever flat. seen a female dog? They don't have like big fucking titties. They just have nipples. And the nipples were under his fucking suit. Right, you might have a point there. I do what have a fucking What about point? that droid? Uh, the, the square, rectangular-shaped droid? You know oh, what I'm yeah, talking about? Oh, yeah, the garbage droid. <laughs> tell, that tell that was that. a female droid. What about the garbage it? robot? That was female. The janitorial staff. What about those chicks with the big tubes in their heads that kind of came out of their... Yeah, the like Twi'leks. Or what are they called? I don't know. Twi'lek? A Twi'lek, yeah. I think they were mostly strippers though, in the movie, too. Okay, so what? So I guess the the identifiable female characters were all sexy. Yeah, you have a sexy representation. So I don't think those would be considered strong female characters. However, Leia Leia was a strong female. In character. In the first uh, first one, she's like picks up the laser gun, right? The blaster. Yeah, she was no. She she's was shooting things, shoving she's, shoving Han Solo around, telling him what to do. She stood up to the Empire. She had some sass. Right, that's like the first scene. She stands up to Darth Vader. How much stronger can you get that? But she is like the one person in three movies. I know it's it's hard to argue with this because, like, at the time, you know, I did never even concern me, never dawned no, on me. I don't care. think anybody really cared. You know, I mean, did did was this a concern throughout the eighties or nineties? No, I've never heard about this till like this decade. Yeah, I think it's till uh, you know the neo feminism that's kind of been generator of the internet the past few years which I, feminist. I, I gotta say though i agree with this and i totally fully agree with uh this statement too i mean for decades girls who wanted to play star wars had what leia or padme that's it yeah even the even the net the first chronological sequential three the newer second three, three that came out only of one female character also right <laughs> well no they had uh yeah, Padme, Padme, and then they had um, she well Padme had maid maidens that served her. <laughs> I don't think that counts. That doesn't count. Okay, so we're talking main characters. Mace Windu was female. What about those green guys, the Chinese uh, stereotypes? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, and Jar Jar, really. Jar Jar. There were female Jar Jars. There was a probably, but they're in background characters. What's that I mean, it's the Bechdel test, characters. right? Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, the, the, uh, so these movies can't pass the Bechtel test because there's the no, there are no. two female characters with speaking roles to even have a conversation with each other. And, and, but that's the thing too, though. There aren't any female characters with, with speaking roles in those movies. However, both the female characters that are in the movies don't even have the power of the Jedis. Right. You know, I mean, they can blast things. They can be saved by Han Solo, but they don't have <laughs> Jedi powers. Right, they make it seem like Jedi powers are for dudes. Didn't Chewbacca have a wife and a yeah, kid? Well, if you've watched the Christmas special, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought he had a wife and kid. Why have that's the wife a, and kid? That's a strong female character, a mother, you know? Mother's uh, one of the greatest things you can be career-wise. I think so, too. I mean, mothers are very strong, very empowering. Right. You know? They beat their kid's ass. They make food. They do they, the laundry. Yeah, they, uh, they make the home. I mean, they fry up the bacon in the pan. Who would take care of Chewbacca's son while Chewbacca's off gallivanting through the galaxy with Han Solo? Right. Who would wash Chewbacca's ammo belt, which is the only piece of clothing he wears? (laughs) (laughs) You know who the true hero is of the Star Wars movie? It's Chewbacca's wife, the mother of his Wookiee child. Who has to go down on him through all that old, gross, (laughs) mangy hair that he doesn't wash the whole time he's on the Millennium Falcon until he gets home. Yeah, God, he must smell great. Um, 
So, to, so today was the first day of this whole thing in Anaheim, uh, the celebration. And they, Which is I, why the trailer came out. Yeah, right? that's teaser, why they, they, gave, they released a teaser. And then they had a big panel. Uh, you know, I'm going to miss all the cool shit. Yeah. But uh, they had a big panel with, like, J.J. Abrams and uh, some of the new actors and actresses. And then also, like, uh, Carrie Fisher was there. I think uh, Harrison Ford was there. Peter Some Mayhew. Some were there, there with a big line of coke. <laughs> <laughs> you think Billy D. Williams was there? I would hope so. Is he still alive? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. I'm, I don't right. know if he's... Is he going to be reprising his role in the uh, new movie? Uh, they would be amazing. I mean, they they can't put that even in the trailer. That's got to be like a, a reveal surprise, yeah. movie, yeah, I would think. So when uh, they were asking, um, I guess they were during the panel, um, the Lucasfilm president, Kathleen Kennedy, said that uh, the next spinoffs and the, the new standalone movies were going to feature really strong women. And uh, Carrie Fisher's response was, I liked being the only woman when I was 19. Now I need a little help. <laughs> She used to get all the cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think she just like had sex with everyone on the set except for R2? Because he's a dwarf. Yeah, but he's got that little extendo dildo thing. Okay, he, he probably blew her too. You mean the actor behind probably... R2? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Do you oh. think, like, how, how <laughs> yes, promiscuous do you think Carrie Fisher was? Very. <laughs> it's just, it's just whether w- which of the actors would have turned her down. Not Billy D. Yeah, no, I bet you Lando probably for sure not. was hitting that. Lando was probably, I, I think, uh, Mark, what's his name? Not Mark Singer. That's the Beastmaster. Mark, Mark uh, Hamill. Hamill. He might not have. He might have, like, blown it, you know, because he was kind of more of the, an awkward kid back in the Like, he was probably only 21 or something. He's like, oh, Carrie, what are you doing? Putting your hand in, those are my pants. Uh, who's that? What was the, uh, the small Indian man who played Yoda? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that Yoda's <laughs> actor's name. Sorry, Frank Oz. I Frank Oz hit that shit. Do you think Frank Oz hit that shit with all He's sorts? He's making of all kinds of fucking noise faces and voices the whole time. She's like, "This is the last time you're getting up in here with all these crazy characters." <laughs> Carrie Fisher's like, "You're ruining it, Frank. Just shut up. Finish." Maybe she liked it. She was Give really me more high coke. coke. Just laughing the whole time. Slut you are. Herpes He's doing like I Donald, have. Donald Duck voices and shit. <laughs> um, yeah, but the, there's a dearth of female characters in the new series, and I guess it's been a major frustration for fans. So uh, now they're they're adding. And initially, it was funny. Do you remember this when they were talking about this new the new film for the Force Awakens? Uh, they had a uh, the casting was announced, and there were only two women and eleven men. <laughs> and it was just like that caused just an uproar on the internet huge backlash so disney's like okay sorry about that uh let's add some more female characters so now i think there's like three or four makes sense and uh, uh my girlfriend actually the second i think one of the, or one of the days she's going to this convention thing uh, she's going as mara jade have you ever heard of that one no yeah neither have i i was like who's that and i guess apparently that's luke skywalker's girlfriend or wife his girlfriend <laughs> well it was his girlfriend they dated briefly it's his uh he divorced his first wife and now it's just uh he slags around with this one <laughs> no i think i she mean was i'm excited the for the movie i don't read the fucking books or anything jesus or watch the animated series do you think he needs roofies when you have the force no no you just force them <laughs> literally <laughs> just use the force it's like a roofie i do think that um 
Hollywood is turning around, though. Although, uh, you know, there's... Because if you think about all these movies that came out, like uh, Hunger Games, um, did they make it one with uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson recently? It's just, it's hard. It, it seems I forget forced. Lucy, I think that was called. Well, you look at the Avengers, though. Or not the Avengers, the X-Men. X-Men have a lot of female characters. Well, and that's, you know, that's from the comic. It's always had a bunch of female characters, right? Fantastic Four, same. well, I guess it's got one, and it's that dude's wife, so maybe not. Oh, yeah, I don't think that counts. But, I mean, the, uh, the Wonder the Woman, Avengers, though, though, she's been around forever. They're making a new movie, though, with Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, but the Avengers, I think they're trying to, like, okay, we've got to add female characters. Uh, Black Widow, and uh, how about just another strong female character? Like, I think, Which do you one? think... Do you think Same executives, problem. though, are just like, is this going to pass the Bechdel test? Because we don't want to piss off all the women out there. No, you know what I think it is? Is I think they get one producer, like this lady who you said was the pre- president of Lucasfilm or whatever, and she's really pushing for it. But I think you have a bunch of male producers who are like, you know, <laughs> little boys and men are the ones who go and spend all the money on these movies, and they're the ones who actually buy all the fucking toys and everything. Like, women go home and make their own fucking costume, which we should sue their asses for intellectual property and infringement. But like, it's the men who buy all the fucking toys and the models and posters and video games. And we're not talking, and we're, we're talking men here. We're talking like men our age that are collecting these things. So they're like, well, we want to keep the profits up. So we'll put a couple women in. But, you know, like you said, it was it was 2 to 12 ratio, and, and now we'll make it like 4 to, you know, 10 ratio, but it's still going to be dominated by men. Well, because men are buying all the uh, the products. And all men are and pretty that's gay. that's the way it works. Yeah, they are. Even, I mean, that's the thing. We want, men want to see men, like, you know, fighting and getting their shirts ripped off and shit. Well, I mean, it's wish fulfillment. I mean, we're living right. vicariously through these it's characters. It's wish fulfillment, and it's a little gay. Admit it. Okay, but I only have a chub. I don't have a full-fledged boner. <laughs> right. But when you, were, when you were 10, you loved watching Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he gets his shirt ripped off, and he's, like, throwing saw blades into terrorist heads, and he's got, like, his camo paint on all over his rippling chest. Well, I wouldn't describe it like that, but I yeah, would say, would. like, it's a badass. He's got, like, black paint. He's or what about badass. Lou Ferrigno? I mean, weren't you just sure, waiting? Like, when's he going to rip the shirts off? Right. You know, when's it, when, when his pants going to tear apart? Yeah. Yeah. You know what, Wackley? I think, were you watching this with my brother? Because uh, when I no, was watching I mean, it. Your brother goes even, <laughs> takes it even a level further. His pants come off. That's when I leave. Um, I, you know, I'm excited about this movie. And I do think it's a good thing that there are more female characters. Um, because, you know, obviously there are a lot of female fans of the series, of uh, comic books in general. And I think uh, Hollywood's finally learning about this and paying attention to it they really need um, to make a, a female big bad in it a female baddie oh a female villain yeah like a darth susan or something yeah how come they don't have a uh like a sith female lord if i was working there i'd say we really need to do something for women we need a sith female yeah but if you notice this though so so all the the feminists are up in arms because it's like there's not enough women in it but you know who i don't see i i, I see a uh, lack of representation Fat people. What about Porkins? Remember Porkins? Porkins. What about Porkins? Of course I remember Porkins. Where's Porkins? I saw in this new teaser a bunch of X-Wing fighters, not one of them overweight. And they all looked pretty fit. They all looked fit. They all looked thin and in shape. Porkins and Jabba are yeah. it. That's it. That's the only two fat. But I don't see Jabba. I don't see one of the hut in this new teaser. I don't right. see a Porkins flying an X-Wing. 
I don't even know how he fit in the X-Wing. They must have had an extra <laughs> They greased <look>. him up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Lucas insisted that they had one fat X-Wing like pilot? Yeah, probably. He's like, you know, uh, we, we need to have one fat X-Wing pilot going on in here. That he likes the voice? space donuts and uh, you know his backstory. <laughs> um, yep. I do find it though. I find it a bit offensive that I don't see one one Porkins like character. Well, nowadays, if you, it, it's weird. It's like it's all twisted and turned, right? Like, so you'd think like, well, you know, we should be accepting of all kinds of kids. Like, and there's going to be some fat kids out there, but then they put a fat kid in, and then a bunch of like fucking crazy you know, uh, know-it-all nanny state people would say, I don't think that's a good image for children to have an overweight person. We should be <laughs> fighting against childhood obesity. Michelle Fuck Obama. Off. That's who you're talking about. But yeah, yeah, you know, and they, maybe, they, maybe they're the ones who are complaining. So I, I kind of hope that uh, all the fat and overweight and obese fans of Star Wars like, or, like give a huge backlash because everyone, oh, yeah. uh, everyone on the internet has to get upset about something. I would be more excited if there was a... I do want Billy D to make a cameo, but if Porkins made a cameo... Did he die in that fight? Yeah, he actually died in like 2004. Uh, oh, in real life? Yeah. Go, we looked get, this up They can get day. somebody who looks like Porkins. Trust Just me. another There's fat a lot of us out Danny there. DeVito. What about Melissa McCarthy? Put her in there. With a beard. You know, a fake beard. <laughs> no, she could yeah, just sure. be... They could have female X-Wing pilots as long as it's a fat person. I'm happy with that. I just, I just looked at it and I'm like, you know... This new Star Wars uh, installment, they're all sizes. You look at them, everyone in there is fit. They're healthy looking. I don't think it's going to be like that in the future. Just judging by our current society, I don't see people like, oh. It'll be more like Wally, right? Exactly. That is a true representation of, uh, of humanity in the future. There you go. Anyway, uh, you know, Wackily, we, we, uh, we got to move on because I need time tonight to uh, update my phone so I can download those Star Wars emojis. <laughs> Have you got those only work on, I think those only work on Twitter. Oh, God, it's not an iOS thing. No. Jesus, man, I was all stoked. I was gonna send. A... You can get the uh, the the different race emojis came out for me today. I think other people had them before, but for me they came out today. Wait, are the uh, so you can choose any any race? Uh, for a limited set of the human representative emojis, you can make them any race you want. Okay, there's like great. there's like seven skin tones per emoji, and one of them is Simpsons yellow, which is very weird. Like I don't know who they're trying to do there. Um, you know what? That's what, uh, that's what I need to do is download these uh, multi ethnic um, emojis. Right, but no R two D twos. Those are those only work on Twitter. Damn it. Anyway, people, you're listening to episode 479 here. Of Sick and wrong. You know the way the show works. Send in your stories. Sick and wrong Send them via Twitter or via the Facebook page, and uh, we'll read them here on the show. And if we give you credit, we will send you a Sick and Wrong Care package, which consists of stickers. You'll get yourself some Sick and Wrong Star stickers. Star Wars stickers? Nope, Sick and Wrong no. stickers, which are way better than <laughs> Star Wars stickers. Sick and Wrong stickers. Um, yeah, we got some good stories here this week. Uh, one of them in particular is very popular. A lot of people sent it in. So we're going to get to that in a second. First, here's a word from our sponsor. It's Butt Plug Month on AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. 
Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So the first story we got here came in from Kevin on uh, Facebook. He sent this to the uh, Sick and Wrong page, Facebook. You probably heard this story. It's a great one. A Georgia mother accused of naked twister party with teen daughter and sex with a minor. Hell of a party. Sounds kind of sexy. Yeah, no, I, you know, I was, when I I always don't envision like my sister or something with my mom. No, but I I have a sister, but if I did, that'd be gross. You know, initially when I read through this story, uh, I was like, wow, this is actually kind of sexy. And then I looked at a picture of her, and I was like, and the mom's super hot. It's like I blonde. I did see the picture. She's like 35. Right. It's attractive. We, we've reached an age where the moms in these stories are quite a bit younger than us. Yeah. No, it's, it's funny. It's like now that uh, we've been doing the show for so long, um, we look back. It's like most of the characters, most of the protagonists of all the stories we do here are younger in age than us. Right. The term yeah. MILF doesn't even really apply when they're younger than you. No, well, gilf is what we uh, we could talk about now. <laughs> that's what we aspire to bone. I know at some at some point we'll be like gilf. That's just a lady. <laughs> <laughs> that's a woman I see at the bar. Um, a mother in Evans, Georgia, is being accused of hosting a party for her teenage daughter that allegedly included naked twister, consumption of pot and alcohol, and culminated with a woman having sex with a sixteen-year-old male. I never went to a party like this in high school. No. Never. I, I'm a little bit of a trouble getting my head around. I assume there's other dudes at this party. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It sounds like a party of uh, her daughter and her, uh, her friends. I don't really want to play Naked Twister with some girls and some guys I know. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I would probably be a bit self-conscious about that. And I might, little... uh, you know, try and fake, you know, losing and getting kicked off the twister mat quickly at that point. I think what I would have done is what, uh, what happened in this, uh, in this, this story. I'd have been like, you know what? You guys play twister. I'm going to go bang your mom. That's that what I would have tried attack. to do. Yeah. Because I mean, that would have been weird. Just like, you know, you're, you're hanging out with your bros. The next thing you know, you're all naked and you got your, like your bone, you got a boner in front of your bro. And his buttholes right in your face. Cause his like left foot's on yellow and right hands on blue over there. And not cool. I would have played like naked Monopoly or Life or something, but Twister is too close. You're too close to other people. Um, D, quit putting the top <laughs> hat on your dick. <laughs> it's got a little hat. Where'd the little Scotty dog go? You don't want to know. <laughs> just, don't, just don't ask. I don't remember him being the color of an actual brown Scotty dog. But he was more of a pewter hue. It's a, it's a special set. Um, did you ever go to any parties though, where I, I didn't go to any parties where the parents were having sex with the, uh, the attendees, no, but, um, I did go to some happened. parties though, where the parents furnish alcohol. Did you ever go to any parties where the parents yeah, bought alcohol? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that happened. The, the craziest thing parental wise, I was at a party where 
you know, this kind of Hesher ne'er-do-well kid, and uh, he was having a party at his dad's house, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, fuck, my dad, like, he thought his dad was up at hunting camp or something, and then his dad was actually coming home, and he, this is one of those things where he had, like, 150 people at his dad's house, you know, trashing the place, <laughs> and uh, the dad came home, and they got in a fight, and the kid punched his dad out. Well, knocked his dad out? Yeah. Wow, he must have been I don't a think legend. he was out. I don't know it was like TKO out, but he like knocked his dad. He punched his dad and his dad fell on the ground. I think his dad was quite wasted himself from being at hunting camp and leaving early. So, wow. But it he was pretty much like, legend, oh, though. maybe it's time to leave. That is <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, but was everybody talking about that the next week at school? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, months. you just knocked your dad out. Nobody ever fucked with that kid. No, hell no. Um, yeah, I just remember uh, a couple parties where most of the parties, parents would never do this. And you had to sneak in your own alcohol or steal right. it from their liquor cabinet. Or somebody um, else's liquor cabinet. Or someone else's liquor cabinet. Yeah. But I remember a couple parties where one of them was a graduation party where the parents took your keys and you had to spend the night there. But then they just had like um, two trash cans just f- filled with beer. See, that's liquor. fucked up because you can, as an adult, you can go to fucking prison for that shit. And they had a pool. Like, we were swimming in this pool. Right, somebody like died. Like, in a hot tub. Or, or this whole thing where, like, put, put your keys in the bowl. Like, oh, yeah, no high school kid's going to figure out how to get behind the wheel of some car if you have this super secret trick of the keys are in the bowl. I, I remember we, we ended up just getting super wasted, just completely drunk. Um, and then uh, we just walked over and just, like, found the bowl and took our keys back. And exactly, home. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> At like five in the morning. Next thing you know, as the parent, uh, you, you being the parent, you're in prison. You're like, officer, but the keys were in a bowl. Super secure bowl. This was in like the early 90s. I, I bet your parents don't do stuff like this. Well, apparently I think they, they do. do. I mean, there's a lot of moronic <laughs> parents out there still, trust me. Like case in point, this twister lady, twister mom. It's funny to me though. Like, I, I guess I can't really relate to this because I never had one of those party moms. You know, I never had, like some people did. It's like their mom had their kid when she was like 17 so she's not that much older than her 16 year old daughter well it helps if the dad left at some point so she's bored and wants to reclaim her youth and this woman here rachel lynn lenhart or leanhart was a 35 year old woman she was a party mom this was a party mom that was like had more than just like a mother-daughter relationship like a friend relationship right with her daughter which i don't think is necessarily healthy no Um, it's terrible this is, a, this, is a, this is almost completely, even if you're not playing naked twister with your kid and furnishing them a bunch of alcohol, if you're like, you know, the fun mom, uh, your daughter's 90% chance she's going to grow up to be a slut. Yeah, I was about to say, it's like, I, I would bet dollars to donuts, your daughter's going to end up on the pole. She's going to be on the pole. It's a good dollar to donut ratio there. She's for sure. probably going to be in Alaska, maybe, maybe Las Vegas. Her name's going to be Roxy, and she's going to be on the pole because you're a party mom. Um, so Rachel Lynn here, 35, was arrested Saturday night and charged with two counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. The charges stem from a wild party that she held a few weeks ago. Uh, the suspect also lost custody of her five children, ages 4, 6, 8, 10, and 16. It's <laughs> a lot of kids. It's not so cool to have the party mom when you're four. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, she's trying to party with your 16-year-old sister, but you're four, and you're like, I just want a regular mom. The fact that she squeezed out a lot of kids will be important later on in the story, in this narrative. (laughs) He's doing a little foreshadowing. 
<laughs> now I really want to play Naked Twister with her, not from a uh, sexy standpoint, but I just want to see what that vagina looks like. <laughs> I don't think it's pretty. I don't know. I've never seen it before. Yeah. After four I'm, or five I, kids. Yeah, five kids. It's a lot. She's only 35. They say it stretches back, but I'd like to play Naked Twister just to get a good look. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, one kid definitely found out. Well, two did. Uh, so the allegations were made by uh, Lenart's Alcoholics Anonymous sponsor. His mom's a real winner here. Uh, her sponsor is a snitch. She told her sponsor that her 16-year-old daughter texted asking if she could have friends over to a party. And this is what she told her sponsor. So her sponsor's like, you know what? I'm going to go call the police. And so he snitched on her. Um, Leonard agreed about this, about having the party. And she allowed her daughter and her friends to smoke weed, drink booze in her home. In addition, the sponsor told investigators that she participated in Naked Twister with the teens and showed them photos of herself having sex with her boyfriend. I don't think she's taking this 12-step program to heart. Yeah, is that one of the steps? I I forget that one. (laughs) Fuck your kids up. Yeah, what do you think the boyfriend thinks of this? This rules. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Uh, That uh, my, my girlfriend's having, playing Naked Twister with her daughter and her teen friends? Oh, oh! you mean, I thought you meant the teen's boyfriend. No, no, her oh, no. boyfriend. She was oh, yeah, showing yeah, yeah. photos her of herself not, having sex not with her so boyfriend. I, I think I'd this be, would be... Uh, I'd, be, I'd be just doing the, uh, not even, hey, we're, I'm going to tell you we're going to break up. I'd just be gone with all my stuff. Wouldn't call her again. Yeah, I don't even think I'd leave a note. This would definitely no, be a no, deal no. breaker for me. Um, but what's interesting about this, too, it made me think, did you have any friends that had hot moms? No. Not like this mom. No, definitely not like this mom. I if we if it was ever discussed that somebody had a hot mom, it was more to fuck with that person. Like their mom wasn't really hot. Not like this mom. I had one friend, Ben, who had a pretty hot mom, but she was in her forties. She wasn't she wasn't as hot as this mom, but she was hot compared compared to the other moms. Because uh, spectrum you know, of moms, she was quite hot. The other moms of all of our friends' moms. Um, she was definitely the hottest of the moms and she would wear like a tiny red bikini cause she didn't work. So we'd go over, we'd go over to his house. And swim <laughs> if in you're a pool. hot mom, you don't have to work. Yeah. She just kind of hung out, point. but she wasn't like 35 years old and she wasn't furnishing us with alcohol and playing naked twister. She wasn't that cool. Hmm. So the sponsor told authorities that, uh, Leonard confessed to having sex with an 18 year old male in the bathroom during the naked twister game. So one of the, one of the kids, a senior here was like, you know what? You guys play your twister. You guys go butts to nuts over there. I'm going to go bang your mom. I think that's what I would have done. Oh, so you uh, immediately portray yourself as the cool kid in your uh, little theater of the mind. Yeah, in the theater of the mind. I think we both know you are not the cool kid. (laughs) In the theater of the mind, I was the Matthew McConaughey character. I was like, all right, all right, all right. You guys. Let's remember that that guy was a pedo. He was like 23, fucking oh, yeah, he was. 16 year olds. A 16 year old nerd, too. Remember that? Yeah, there you go. Um, so, after she had sex with the 18 year old male, she was still horny. She came back in the room while the kids were playing Twister and started masturbating with a vibrator. Jesus. Hot. So, I'm Hot. saying she's sexy. A little once overboard, again, a little wild. If you're the four year old kid, you come out because you want a drink of water. Your mama is like, you know, has a vibrator sticking eight inches into her vagina while some older kids, scary kids play Twister. Hmm. I bet you it's not the first time the four-year-old saw that. 
Um, so the Leonard here allegedly uh, passed out, went to bed alone. But around 3.30 a.m., she woke up and felt someone having sex with her. At first, she thought it was that 18-year-old from earlier. But then she realized it was a 16-year-old who was, in fact, her daughter's boyfriend. Hmm. Yeah, her daughter's boyfriend ended up sneaking into the mom's bed, having sex with her. Um, the sheriff's report included this detail here. So Miss Leonard told her sponsor, this sponsor's such a snitch. I couldn't trust this guy. Um, she told her sponsor that she and her daughter had spoken about this, and her daughter said she felt guilty because the 16-year-old was 10 inches long and huge. And if she'd just been able to take it, he wouldn't have needed to rape her mother. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I'm getting back to. She had five kids. You can take a 10-incher when you have five kids. Also, if you're passed out from alcohol, you take a 10-incher, especially you don't even know what's going on. Yeah, you're probably not going to protest at that point. But you know what's interesting, though? The allegation sounds like rape, but the uh, sheriff here said there's no charges pending against a teen. Hmm. Based on the investigation, there's no evidence that the 16-year-old committed a crime. Oh, so the sheriff's saying, uh, we think she knew what was going on. All day. They're basically they're saying, it. Uh, your mom's a slut. <laughs> She's a drunken I slut. A, I don't think that's a defensive against rape. I, I think it sounds like 2015 rape. progressive <laughs> feminist guy. Yeah, this is in Georgia. Your Honor, uh, she was a slut. <laughs> but that's no what charge. The, no I charge would, of rape. It sounds like rape to me. I think if this <laughs> happened like in, to me too. If this happened in California, I think they'd been like, "Yeah, this is rape." He snuck into a bed and started having sex with a uh, sleeping woman, a passed out woman. Whereas yeah. in Georgia, I think they could use that slut defense. Well, also maybe the mom said, like, you know. Listen, I told my daughter I was passed out, but just between you and me, Sheriff Boss Hog, uh, I, I, I was all over him. <laughs> Give me one of those Virginia Slims. You got a menthol. Yeah. Um, so the suspect here allegedly belongs to a sexual addiction, addiction support group. Uh, where Wait, she admit- so was the sponsor an alcohol group support, a support sponsor, or was it the sexual addiction sponsor? I think it's the alcohol, the AA sponsor. <laughs> She's got to go to a lot of meetings, this one. Yeah, no, she, she belongs to a sexual addiction support group as well, where she's admitted to being a sexual deviant who's addicted to pornography. Man, so. whenever you hear about sexual deviants, you, uh, they're rarely that, like, as hot as this lady. No, definitely not. Do you think that the 16-year-old is now, like, your king stud of the high school? Yeah, I guess. I mean, what, what, what about the 17-year-old? <laughs> Well, the 18-year-old. Yeah, the I don't know. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't tag team her. You know, <laughs> Wobbly I, age. But I Maybe mean, I wonder if people are like, yeah, but you had sex with her mom who's got like issues and herpes. Oh, kids don't care about, they don't know about issues. Issues are cool when you're a kid. Remember how just like, if you, whoever got the drunkest was the coolest? Like, Man, yeah, you mm. just barfed all over everything. And you're like, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I still thought that was cool up until about 34. Yeah. <laughs> I just think we reasonably like we recently started uh, thinking it's not cool. The kids don't care that she has issues. She's just hot. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, as soon as he got to school, he's high fiving everyone, and I bet she's still dating the daughter. <laughs> she, the mom is hot, and and all the other kids are like, "Do you think she'll have a party again?" <laughs> and she's like, they're like bugging the daughter, like, "Hey, man, I heard your mom is kick ass parties. Get her to have another party. I missed the last one." <laughs> 
Yeah, no, this was the epic party. This was like, because I would have been, what would have happened to me? It would have been like, no, I got to stay in and go to, because I got to get up and uh, go to services tomorrow I morning. I got to study my Torah for my bar mitzvah. I got to study week. Torah with my dad. So I would have missed it. And then like Monday, I would have got to school and like you would have come up and be like, dude. Right. You missed an epic party. Yeah. Everybody banged Becca's mom. Everybody banged Becca? No. No, her Becca's mom. mom. Dude. Oh, her hot mom, dude. We all took turns. And we Fuck. got and she got us beer and weed. Yeah, no, nah, that that, that would have that's what it would have happened to me. So her kids were now given up to uh the state. There she she gave up custody. She lost custody of her five children. Could you imagine being those kids that were were given up here? Because they're going to be like later on in life, like why did, were we taken away from our mother? Oh, they're, I think they're all old enough to remember. Maybe not the, the four-year-old. Year old. The other ones will be like, mommy was bad. So they gave <laughs> us just good parents. I think the same Sheriff Boss Hogg would just come over and been like, kid, sit down here for a second. Your mom's a slut. <laughs> 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 and then she would have been like, okay, I'm just going to go to the new family, right. the wealthy one. And those kids at least have a future. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't mind partying with this mom at least once. Sounds like it'd be a good time. <laughs> well, for you and me, it'd be completely age appropriate. We'd be like, stop hanging out with those teenagers. Come on. We can go play fucking Naked Twister in my house. Yeah. Here's a Quado t-shirt. <laughs> here's a Quado t-shirt. <laughs> and nobody's going to go to jail. <laughs> I think we're a little old for her. And, yeah, uh, you're right. She'd yeah. be like, you're too old. And you're too Okay, jewelry. lady, you fucking skank. <laughs> hope your kids get taken away. Anyway, what do you have here for the second story? And uh, I guess this is sexual deviancy week on Sick and Wrong, so. Ah, no shortage also, of deviance. alcohol related. Alcohol is always get you into these sex problems. Um, this was sent in by Brig, who says, I think it's Brig. <laughs> Maybe it's Bridge, like Bridget. I don't know. I guess we'll find out if they win. Uh, it says, hell of a hangover. <laughs> this happened in central London, where uh, John Coyne, he's a 56-year-old... Uh, pub landlord. <laughs> pub landlord. What is that? Pubs just are, the owner pubs of a bar? Weird. But sometimes they live, you know, sometimes a pub, I guess it's just kind of like somebody's living room kind of that has a bar in it and I guess it's licensed to serve alcohol, but he just lives there and well, he owns they live it and he tends the bar. I would think he would live above it. Maybe not though. Maybe he just owns it and he lives somewhere else and goes there and serves beer. So does he own the building, the pub's on the bottom floor? He lives upstairs. He's the only guy that works there. That sounds like what it is to me, but who knows how that crazy shit works over there. Yeah, it's all backwards. The pubs are, they are much more homey, right, than just a, your typical bar over here, which just always seems like a business. Or some yeah. of them over there, you do seems like, oh, like a nice couch and some comfy chairs, and they're going to bring me out like a piece of a meat. Pint. Yeah, yeah, but they, they give you food. They, they serve food. You have comfy chairs. Here, it's just like... Low you know, light. Well, here you got a bar stool, maybe a metal fold-up chair, a neon right. beer sign. Does not yeah. look like your living room. Very A lot of neon beer signs. I didn't, yeah, I didn't see a lot of neon beer signs, but maybe they exist, but I didn't see them when I was over there. I didn't see that many either. 
I don't think I'd, we should go to this bar if we ever go back. It's called the Prince of Wales Pub in central London. Hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you why. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite curious because I enjoy the pub scene there. Yeah, well, there's a lot of them, and why go to this one when you know this is the kind of th- shit that goes on? Uh, John Coyne, he went to uh, Blackfriars, Blackfriars Crown Court and was jailed for nine years. Why, you asked? <laughs> because a victim of his, who is heterosexual, they make a point to uh, point out, as if it would matter. <laughs> he went to the he went to the uh, Prince of Wales pub with some of his friends after work and into the night drinking, where he fell asleep on a sofa. Which means he's wasted, right? Yeah, but that happens. So, I mean, I've been out with my friends and I've passed out. Luckily, my friends usually tend to uh, get me a cab at least. Yeah, not this guy's friends. Because <laughs> he fell asleep on a sofa and he woke up at 3 a.m. And remember, the pub's close at 10 or 10.30. So he was, oh, there so for he was a... passed out like for a few yeah. hours. A few hours, several hours. His friends split. And when he woke up, John Coyne, the 56-year-old pub landlord, the victim was uh, 25, uh, was raping him in his buttocks. (laughs) Could you imagine this? Like, you wake up, you've got a splitting headache, you have no idea where you are, and there's an old man buggering you. (laughs) Not even that old, really, 56. Still, it's a worst-case scenario here. (laughs) Do you remember this episode of Cheers? (laughs) (laughs) Was that the one where Coach uh, butt-fucked the mailman guy? No, uh, that was a different one. Uh, I love that episode. (laughs) This one where Sam, Sam Malone, Malone, you know, he's an ex-baseball pro, and he's actually sober. He hasn't had a drink in years. Hmm. Uh, Norm, because he was tired from his job of being an accountant, one day he fell asleep on the couch in the Cheers bar, and later that night, Sam Malone raped his asshole. (laughs) It's like, everybody knows your name now. Right. Yeah, Don't tell anybody this, or I'll tell them <laughs> your name. And then Diane walks in, and it's a big deal. Where was Carla? Did, didn't Carla walk in? Carla had to go home and fucking Rhea take Perlman? care of her kids. Yeah, Rhea. Oh, so she missed. Uh, she missed the uh, right. The whole. Uh, I can see her incident. fluffing because she always wanted to fuck Sam. Was the story? But uh, Fraser did walk in. Uh, Fraser Crane. He was like, oh, Fraser Crane. <laughs> psychological situation i'll give you some i'll tell you this means you because you really want to fuck your dad and that's Uh, why you're fucking norm that's why you're fucking norm well he is very voluptuous norm (laughs) he did have man tits and i I would say c cups yeah Yeah. at least what was it what did norm do for a living well i was just looking at the wikipedia page to remember everybody's name (laughs) yeah you know and norm was actually an accountant and then he was a house painter because I think he lost his accounting job or the accounting industry went in the tubes. And then he was an interior designer, which I don't remember how they got into that because there must have been gay jokes, right? Yeah. And I, when did he become an interior? I couldn't imagine I remember Norm that, but having must much have been style. the later years. Yeah, I couldn't must really imagine him years. having much style. And what about Kirstie Alley? When did she come into the uh, picture? Kirstie Alley. Well, she was the... I mean, she was the, you know, the femme, you know, the the feminine interest of the show in the, the later years where she was, her name was, uh, she was hot back then. It was before she got fat. Jessica or something. Remember that? Remember. It was before I she got fat. Yeah. Yeah. Of course it was before she got fat. Um, 
Diane left, who was Shelly Long, and they had to replace her because Diane was the hot chick, and then I guess she wanted to be off the show. And there was all the sexual tension between her and Sam. Right. Even though didn't the same Coach, thing with the Kirstie Alley character. Yeah, but didn't Coach bone Diane? I don't think Coach boned anybody. You know, Coach <laughs> actually died in the middle of the show, which never happens. And they had to, like, write it into the plot. That happened in Silicon Valley. It happened in Silicon Valley. Yeah, but Silicon even Valley. that guy wasn't, like, a central a character, character yeah. to the show. No, oh, he was a sad. principal character. I know. Right. I, I remember that. And actually, so, I mean, Coach died, and they had to write it in. It was really sad. And they're like, where do we go from here? And that's when they wrote the episode where Sam fucks Norm. Oh, forcibly, because they were like, you know, we need to do something shocking. Yeah, but wasn't Coach Sam's coach? Yeah, he was his coach. So do you think anything wasn't his rape coach? He was his baseball coach. (laughs) So, do you have a bar like Cheers that you hang out at in uh, in Alameda, where everyone knows your name? Yeah, pretty much. And you go there what, like uh, four nights a week? (laughs) No, I used to pick. I mean, that was my. We were talking before during your your rape twister story or whatever. (laughs) statutory rape about how when you're a kid you just think like oh man if you could just get as wasted as possible as often as possible that's the coolest thing you can just the more drugs you can do you're cooler than everybody else and so i used to think like oh yeah i wish i was norm and just uh a regular at a bar just be at a bar every can you oh every day i'll just go to that bar and that'll be so cool i'll be norm but now as an adult 40-year-old guy you realize like oh my god that was meant to be like a horrifying existence yeah, I'd prefer to drink alone, just in a dark room. He was alone. <laughs> yeah, but I'd prefer to drink alone in a dark room. Who needs to be in the company of others? Uh, see, even that, that's the same thing. You don't really, you don't really think that. Because there is a bar I could go to and be alone, and it's even more depressing. So I go to this bar where I'm a regular, like, one to two nights a week. I'm staying in my house. I'm in oh, my living oh, yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lights yeah, yeah. shut off. Oh, yeah, that's great, too. Crying with that, my that cats. That is the best thing. <laughs> no, watching, you know, watching TV and smoking cigarettes. But, yeah, no, I mean, I, I remember uh, I've had, I don't really have a local bar I go to all the time here. You know, there's a, there's a few, but I don't have any of them. Like, oh, you lived you know, in too like densely packed an area. You got to live in kind of like a, not out in the sticks, but in a suburb to get this like ideal I, I situation. Imagine like in the valley, you get this. Di- like my sister has that bar across the street from her house and the Tenderloin she goes to all the time. Bet you there's some great bars like this in Burbank. Yeah, I'm sure. But there's like, a, I just don't live, live by any. And yeah. I don't really know if I would do it. I, I mean, I guess maybe if, if I wasn't doing this podcast and I was just drinking myself to death. <laughs> But, this podcast but I got a is saving now. you from that life. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I feel really bad about quitting next week. <laughs> passing out, you know, and passing out in a pub, getting raped. Well, that's, yeah, that's the worst case scenario. Unless you're in a sitcom environment where it's all just made light of the next day. Do you think there's a laugh track? That was, yeah, well, the laugh track was at the end of that episode as Norm walks in and he's like all walking all bow-legged. <laughs> And uh, the laugh track and the credits are rolling, and he's like, uh, Sam, you owe me a free one. And Sam pats him on the back, and they all freeze. Yeah, and he slides one down the bar. And then they freeze. Freeze, laugh rolling. track, roll yeah. laugh track. Yep. And then uh, Nightcart comes on. You <laughs> Let me tell you about what happened to Nightcart You should have produced this show, Waggerly. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I think I ended... Caught? What I happened? ended in, well. I ended in the midpoint of the guy woke up and the fat bartender's raping him. <laughs> Three a.m. Um, coin fled. His pub. That's the bartender. He yeah, fled he fled his, his own, own pub. <laughs> I guess he didn't expect the guy to wake up. 
he didn't put quite enough roofies in all those pints he was feeding him. And the victim called police, which at some point, uh, well, okay, the police seized uh, the CCTV footage, which there's CCTV cameras everywhere, which in this case, you'd be so happy that it was there, right? Although some people think it's an invasion of privacy. And uh, the police immediately uh, reviewed the CCTV footage and, and saw the landlord committing the offenses. <laughs> And police have now urged urged people to contact them if they believe they've also been attacked by the rapist pub landlord, is what they're calling him. You know, I would hate to be a regular at this this bar. What's this put? The Prince Albert? What's it called? (laughs) The Prince of Wales pub. (laughs) Yeah, I would steer clear of this one there. Prince Albert and a Limey's. The the cops say, I would applaud the victim's bravery attending court and hoping that the sentence sends out a clear message to other pub landlords not to rape your uh, patrons as they if they pass out on your couch. I wonder I mean what if he closed the bar at 10:30 and the guy's on the couch, do you just think he was like contemplating it for 4 hours? And just Five being hours? like Yeah, I wonder. Uh, I mean, do you think he's like is he going to wake up? No. Kind of want to rape that guy. <laughs> Is that a good idea? But yeah, in that entire five hours, he didn't think to cover up the CCTV camera or disconnect it. Or tie the guy up or something. I mean, he's already raping him. Right. Maybe he was quite wasted himself. What do you think uh, the dude's mate said? Or what do you think he said to his mates, his buddies who just left him at the bar? Oh, thanks a lot. That guy (laughs) raped me. Next time, maybe like wake me up. Would you still hang out with him or do you think it'd be really weird now? Would I hang out with him? Like, oh, I'm not hanging out with that guy anymore. He got raped. I'm saying if I was hanging out with you and you pass out of the bar and I'm like, I'm just going to split, can't get wackily up. Next thing you know, you got raped by a mailman guy. And uh, <laughs> a mailman he is then the next day man. you like call me up and be like, hey, dude, you're a fucking asshole for leaving me at the bar. I got raped. Yeah. Do you think we'd Can still you pick be me friends? Up some, like, <laughs> like cream <laughs> for my chapped butthole? Yeah, we could still be friends. Here's some I like how the cops are calling him brave. Like, like imagine that if he just didn't say anything. And your yeah, friends are I mean, like, let's go back to the Prince of Wales. You're like, nah. Yeah, I'm going to skip Why that Why not? One, we mate. love it, mate. There's lots of birds there. Nah. Yeah, I don't want to go back. I'm going to pass on that one. Come on, you douche. Nah. No, let's go nah. to the Winchester. Let's go to Winchester's for fags. No, it's fine. It's actually not as much for fags as the Prince of Wales. Who's working tonight? (laughs) Oh, that other guy? Fine. Yeah, let's go. But now this guy's getting nine years. Oh, yeah. He's getting nine years in prison. Have you noticed? I think you did a British story recently where somebody got a pretty significant... I mean, maybe people are going to bitch about this, but nine years seems significant for raping a dude. No, I think for sure. I mean, I, I bet you in uh, this, this country, is a double standard. well, this country, the guy would have been a bar owner, had a lot of money, hired a Jewish lawyer. He probably had gotten three years, and and like sex offender registry. Right. Do you think people are going to go back to the Prince of Wales pub after this has been all over the news? I'm sure the tabloids <laughs> had a field day, just with morbid interest. But nobody's passing out there on that couch. <laughs> that even with the dude, even with the dude in prison, like you, you're going to be suspect of the new bartender. Yeah, you're going to drink in moderation at the Prince of Wales bar. But like you said, if he's the landlord and the only, you know, he's the landlord and the bar, the only guy who works there, maybe the place just shut down. I'm, um, I'm sure there's one other bartender who works there that knows that the landlord's a bit randy. You mean like, the Woody, yeah. Woody Harrelson character? <laughs> 
I'm sure there's a, yeah, I'm sure there's a Woody Harrelson type of character that knows <laughs> the, the landlord's bumbling a bit randy. Idiot. And he's just like, well, you know, he marches to the well, beat of a different drum. That's just how people drum. are in the big city. Just how I people come, are. <laughs> I come from the West Country. Yeah, he's from Wales. You know, he's in London. He's just like, well, it's just how these people are, these Londoners. <laughs> anyway, people, send your stories. Stick around podcast, hotmail.com. We got to move on to phone calls. 206-666-3846 is that number. Before we get to our first phone call, here's another word from our sponsor. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. You'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So we got a few phone calls here to get to. Um, the first one is about a, uh, a mishap on the shitter. A mishap <laughs> on the old toilet. <laughs> we, had, we had a moratorium on shit stories, but that's long gone, I guess. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I'm going to classify this as a full-on shit story. Okay. I think the shit part is incidental. Because I think the other part is mainly the, the, the focal point of the story is the mishap. Okay. So this morning I got up and went to go take a shit and uh, lit up a cigarette like I always do. <laughs> and if you were... Did you ever do that when you were a smoker? No, I was just going to comment on how gross it is. I put it in the same category as uh, people who smoke in their car with a window up. <laughs> I remember my brother. I don't know if he still does, but my brother used to smoke in the shower. He would smoke <laughs> while a beer he was showering. In the shower, but I guess every young lad has done that before. But uh, I, I do recall though, Kessler would just like take a shit and sit there and just smoke the whole time. There'd be like on his uh, sink would be like a cup filled Australia. with water, just filled with uh, cigarette butts. I mean, it does. It is a diuretic. It does make you. Have, it's like coffee. It makes you have to take a shit. So I mean, I, I don't know. It just seems like overkill to me. You know. I kind of put it in the same boat as people who eat on the shitter, which is just weird <laughs> no, to that, me. That's one level grosser because, <laughs> come on, people. It, there's a step by step process. <laughs> yeah, I put it on the so- same level, like as a fat Roman emperor, you know, like eating grapes while lounging on the. You know, his, like, things and his, some lady with chamber her tits pot. out. chamber pot. Right. It's like, come on, dude. You're not, you don't have to be, like, a decadent Roman fucking Nero. Yeah, but I'm just saying that there's Just take certain, a shit, then go have a cigarette. There's certain people who just, like, I don't know if they, they elevate shitting to this, like, experience that they have, this, uh, this, this pastime, where it's like, you know, I go in there and do my business and I leave. You know, I'm not, like, sitting there, like, Reading the whole paper, reading two chapters of my book. You well, know, some people go in there. They like smoke a couple cigarettes. They uh, <laughs> they eat like a hamburger. A hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I mean, like on a Sunday morning where you know your wife and or girlfriend uh, is at work and you've got the whole apartment or house to yourself. It is kind of nice to take a leisure leisurely shit. You have to admit. Well, I don't mind, but I'll read or something, but I'm not going right. to like sit there and like eat a meal. No. Or, uh, that, and that's what I mean. It, it's, pl- that's, I guess that's, so my point is that it's pleasurable enough 
like you don't need to like yeah like be playing a nintendo game and smoking and eating a piece of pizza and jacking off and reading playboy all while taking a shit like like just one one pleasurable thing at a time and just, then just focus then, on the matter at hand that's what i'm saying yeah or you know you ash it between your legs as a man <laughs> maybe women too i don't that's really know but i tagged myself in the balls the pain was terrible but the smell my god the smell so this guy is sitting here on the shitter. He's not even ashing into the sink. He's ashing between his legs. I liked it was kind of like a... Uh, it's dangerous. It's like a, one, of the, one of the monologues from the end of Apocalypse Now. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Kurtz. <laughs> the smell. Oh, the God, smell. the smell. Have you smelled the smell? I have smelled it. <laughs> He was quite dramatic at the end, wasn't he? Right. Oh my. So God, do you think he has? Because I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I bet you he's shorn down there. No, I think that's why it smelled. It burned but then off I, his but pubic then hair. But I would think if you had a nice thatch of pubic hair like I do, thick it, disgusting and not attractive at all. But I would think that you might burn some hair, but then you you could quickly like. You know, flick the uh, what do they call it? The cherry the out cherry, of your ball yeah. hair. But it sounds like it tagged him on the actual skin because he's saying it hurt. So maybe he just maybe he's got it trimmed just enough to not provide protection, but then also to contribute to the horrible smell. Well, it sounded to me worst like of he, both worlds. Like I thought when you do, th- I mean, I have smoked on the shitter before. I just haven't done it very often. And I thought when you do that, you put your hand into the like right above the toilet water and ash. I wouldn't just do it from like up by my chin. <laughs> And expect like it to fall like through. You're, like you're trying to throw single pieces of popcorn into your mouth. You're like <laughs> ashing it up in the air and then making it in the little hole. Like making it a little game. Because, I mean, you're playing with fire here, man. Literally. Yeah. D, literally. So what happens? Like you burn your you burn your dong. And then you got the next day your girlfriend wants to have sex with you. She goes down and she's like, ah, what is this like, you know, shanker on your penis? Shanker? It's, it's is like, that a medical term? <laughs> No, nah, I'm just this open wound. It's probably right, pussy. Right, she's going to think it's VD. Yeah, you know, now you got some real problems. Because then you got to explain to your girlfriend, well, I was smoking on the shitter. And, it's better uh, than explaining to her that you had sex with some sl- dirty slut. <laughs> I went over to Becca's house. I was Becca's having sex house. with this dirty slut, and she gave me a disease, and now because we're having sex, you probably have it too. <laughs> I went over to Becca's house, and her mom got us a bunch of alcohol. We started playing <laughs> Twister. One thing led to another. Now I got syphilis. I banged her, but it was dark. But then we turned the lights on, and she had open sores all over her vagina that looked just like this one. Yeah, I guess it'd probably be better to be like, uh, I was smoking on the shitter. Because you know she probably isn't happy about that either. Well, she's just going to think you're an idiot, but most girls that have dated a guy for longer than a week already think he's an idiot. Yeah, so. she's not. I don't think she's going to be too surprised. Anyway, dude, you know what? Next time, just ash in the sink. Just smoke a cigarette after you're done. How about that? That's probably a better idea. Uh, Here's the second call. Hey, Sikranon. This is Anne from Northern California. I don't know if I'm in your demo. 47-year-old mom, married. Been listening to you for about six years. You're in our demo. Um, Yeah, I think you're in our demo. But I just wanted to call you about a lot of things. But the 
penis chatter of the last couple of episodes has got me just, I have to call and tell you. Arnie? You're right. There's nothing <laughs> you can do what you're born with. Just have to deal with. Just keep it clean. You know, girls will deal with it. Or boys. Um, but I've done extensive research out there. Um, we're talking hundreds. And Jesus. I have never. Jesus. Let's get this lady on. Is this the mom from the last story we did? <laughs> I don't think so. She says she's in Northern California. Hundreds. Married now. I want to talk to a 47-year-old mom who seems to be doing all right for herself, but who just happened in the past to have sex with hundreds of dudes. Are you saying, when she says research, are you saying like she had full sex with hundreds of dudes or she's just seen a lot of dicks? Do you care? Well, I mean, she works in a morgue. Yeah, well, she works in a morgue where she's like a doctor. Even that would be interesting. Doctor, probably not so much. But Plus, she's probably not allowed to talk about all the cocks she's seen if she's just a penis doctor. But, Are these uh, erect penises, you think? They must be. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm under the impression that she's talking about she's seen them in an erotic setting. I, I'm assuming she's probably had sex with, uh, with, uh, with all these penises. That's interesting. So she's seen hundreds. Well, she should do her own study. She should do her own podcast. Yeah. You should call it the hundreds of dicks, the hundreds of dicks that I've seen podcast. At least a hundred episodes right there. And then even you can do more because you could be like, you know, analysis. First, I just relayed all the facts and the, the regaled you with the tales. Now I'm going to synthesize some, you know, analysis and uh, comparative studies. That's another 50 episodes. She, should, she could go a couple of rounds with my brother. I wonder who's seen more dicks here. Yeah, my brother. Now you've got a duo. <laughs> Duos are the bread and butter of podcasting, as we know. It is, you know, a a, a couple here, a, a male and female couple, like a male and female host of a podcast. Now that is a recipe for success. Think about that. You're you're gonna have, you're gonna have a popular podcast. Yeah, you just got to come up with a good name. Hmm. Dick talk. Dick talk. <laughs> <laughs> the dong cast who knows Some, but go. i mean whatever i think you're guaranteed to have a a, a receptive audience ever run across anybody under six inches so Hard. i don't know where they're getting these people that they're testing ah it just makes me so angry i don't believe it the other thing is i think the taller and the thinner the guy is the bigger he is down there. So, anyways, I'll call you again. Hopefully, you should have cut that part out, dude. Keep it up. <laughs> Love your show. Bye. Like, like taller guys need like women have need more of a reason to be like. I only like tall dudes. I kind of find that unfair, actually. Like, I, I sort of blame God for this. I think if someone's tall, they should have a tiny dick. I did see a study. I did see a study this week that uh, you're much more likely to live a lot longer and be a lot healthier if you're short. If you're short, all right, I'm, yeah. I'm down with that. But uh, So the tall guys can uh, make more money, have sex with way more, way hotter women, uh, you know, just generally uh, see over, get a better view at concerts. Um, so they're going to have a really great life, but us short people will have a shitty long life. So we'll have a shitty long life. We'll sleep yeah. with mediocre women. Um, Not be abuse, able to see anything yeah, when you go to a show. stifled at concerts. But, and then we're going to live to be like in our 90s. Mm-hmm. Man, I hate tall people. <laughs> it makes it sound actually worse now that I think about it. I know. God. 
Yeah, I don't know if I trust this girl, this woman's research. She's seen hundreds of penises and not one under six inches. Have you ever slept with an Indian man? <laughs> or an Asian guy? I'm just saying. You know, the, it's Indian like, guy, the Indian guy from One Fruit of the Cuckoo's Nest? <laughs> she slept with that guy. I'm just saying. You get it's a like small cock. One, at least one guy. If you've seen hundreds, I'm sure one guy has been under the six-inch uh, measurement here. Well, plus, you know... How many of these guys was she drunk when she was with them? And did she really have a ruler out? <laughs> like, what? How's the lighting in there? Yeah, I question her scientific uh, measurements here. The motion of the ocean needs to be taken into account. Yeah, you know, it's, I, I think there's a lot of variables that affect her research. Uh, maybe <laughs> other, if other women called in and uh, gave us some insight to this problem, you know? I wonder. I mean, I, I just find it hard to believe that she's seen that many dicks and not a single one was under six inches. Well, I don't have anything more to say. <laughs> yeah. Me. Well, if enough women call in, we can sort of do a whole episode and we can lure Jeffrey back on the show to be the moderator of the calls. Jeffrey is a uh, good source of information when it comes to penises. We could maybe even have Steele on. Steele knows about some penises and he's smaller than five inches. Yeah. From what I've heard. Yeah, Steele uh, Steel definitely is. Mouth. So, uh, Maybe we should hook her up with steel. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do that a while ago. I want to uh, crowdfund getting a prostitute and just miking the whole incident with steel. But then uh, I don't know if he'd go through with it. I was going to say, you always come up with these ideas and you put no thought into whether the subject of the idea will actually participate. I, you know, I thought it would be great. We can get like a prostitute. And, uh, you know, do it for Steele's birthday or something. And then, uh, but, uh, you know, I bet you in the end, he'd probably be like, no, I'm not going to do that. It's I think it'd be much more interesting to just hook him up with a 47-year-old uh, Northern California mom. Dick professor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dick. She might be, she might be interested too. She, she's like hundreds of dicks and I've never seen one more under six inches. And she said she's, it pisses her off. We could be like, we will provide you with that chance. Let us introduce you to Mr. John Steele, famous podcrafter and internet personality. And maybe she'd be like, oh, I'll take you up on that. I like where you're going with this. This is a good idea. So in the name of science, you know, it'd be interesting to find out if she's a divorcee or maybe she's single. If she's married, obviously it might not happen unless she's a swinger. <laughs> maybe the guy's, yeah, maybe the guy's into it. Maybe he's a cock Northern cuckold. California. Um, she's uh, obviously a cocksmith. But she hasn't had the uh, the chance to experience a guy under six inches. We should see if she's interested and then try to get steel. How does she feel about erectile dysfunction? <laughs> I bet you we could fly steel out to, to San Francisco and uh, put him up Not in a hotel. Not first class, obviously. <laughs> <Coach>. <laughs> well, that's a good idea. We'll have, to, uh, we'll have to find out. We'll have to find out about this. So uh, maybe we'll hear back from her in the future. Yeah. If she is interested in seeing an under six inch dick, we've got one for you. We can make this happen. Make it happen. It's up to you, lady. It's like Make a Wish Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to call it Make a Nightmare. When you wish <laughs> upon a dick. <laughs> All right, here's the last call from a, uh, a guy who we haven't heard from in a long time. Hello, long time no call. Uh, just calling with an old story from a while back. It was when I was working in Tokyo. The moon. And there was this bloke who used to come up to me all the time when I was trying to work, and he'd really annoy me, tried to talk to me the whole time. And uh, one time we were, we used to have these 
meetings like twice a week. And uh, I was going down to this meeting and I saw him in the corridor and he comes up to me and I was thinking, oh, fuck, don't talk to me. He comes right up to me and he's like, oh, so do we have the meeting today or some shit like that? So this guy, the moon is also, first of all, is also like a racial (laughs) epithet. Is that what he said? Also? Oh, so do we have a meeting today? (laughs) That's what I'm trying to get at. I think we asked him once whether he worked like at a company with a bunch of Japanese people or whether it was a bunch of sort of expat Englishmen who all worked over there. Well, that, that's what I'm wondering. I can't is, remember the do answer. Do you think the moon speaks fluent Japanese? Yes, I do. Because I would love it to seems, hear he it. He seemed to have lived in Japan for a long time. He has to speak Japanese. I would love to hear it in his accent. Like, I, 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 I wouldn't just, be able to tell. Yeah, you should call in and tell us a whole uh, bathroom experience story, but all in Japanese. And we won't know what you're saying, so we don't care if you're like fluent or anything. Just you know, give us a short Japanese rendition of a, of a urinal story. <laughs> Or, or what do they call it? The cubicle? No, he calls it the urinal. But the cubicle would be the, uh, yeah, the stall. The poo area. But, you know, I, I often wondered about this. Like, I, I would feel like a guy like the moon would be most comfortable in Japan. Because in Japan, you have all these women that are into kinky things. Like, do you think he's really into girls that do kinky things? Like, fart on his face while he sniffs it? Stuff like that? No. You don't think so? No, I think he's just interested in pooing and poo stories from uh, a day-to-day, you know, perspective. I doesn't think necessarily, he's it doesn't it. necessarily translate into like he wants to eat a bunch of shit. I'm not saying he's going to eat someone's feces. I'm saying I bet you he's into a girl that farts. Like it doesn't bother him. Sexually, or just like I like a girl who let, who cut it loose and fart, and we can laugh, and then we can go bone. Unrelated to the farting. I would say he probably wanks while she's farting in his face. Okay, so see, you are, that is what you're talking about. I'd like to have a wank here while you fart in my face. Yes, son. I saw. <laughs> and uh, like it sounded like uh, two hands clapping like that just once. Anyways, like, so we have the meeting. And then like the fart happened. And it was really weird. He jumped up into the air, like wow. two feet up into the air. You know, like in Tom and Jerry, when uh, Tom gets his, you know, Tom's ass is on fire or something like that. And then after that, when he landed, yeah, he started wafting his hands by his asshole. And he was like going, oh, da, 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 like that. And so I guess he is Jerry. Straight after that, he looked straight. That was definitely... <laughs> That was definitely making fun of the Japanese mannerism. That sounded like what a Japanese person would say after they ripped a loud fart. So the Japanese guy ripped a fart that frightened himself. Mm-hmm. Haven't you ever... Hacubus uh, doesn't do that? Pets oh. do this often. Hacubus does silent but dead leaves. Uh, some, I've had dogs and cats that will fart and then will jump... And maybe sometimes you, if it's like a dog, they'll start barking at their own shitty smelling fart. Yeah, but it would be an audible fart? Uh, yeah, well, usually when they jump, it's audible. But I, I think I've had dogs who will bark at their fart just because it's so smelly, even if it was silent. Yeah, Hecubus just, he'll jump on you and just rip, just, it's like a silent fart. And it'll smell you like, ah. Right. So he's just an asshole. Yeah, it smells like rotten fish. Right. Although I do love farting on him or farting near him because he like... 
will look right. at you like, whoa. Everything I've ever said in the podcast that the listeners have then packaged up to make me sound like a pervert, you just said something that's actually perverted. So, I'm okay. not farting on him bare ass. I love saying, farting on my cat. I'm saying I like walking by him while he's sleeping on the couch and just ripping a fart. Oh, you're just crop dusting him? That's fine. <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> Who doesn't I, I, do I, that I, I thought you were animals. like putting him up to your cheeks. No, I'm not. Plus like, the fact that he's hairless. <laughs> it's even grosser. It's like so a, it's turning good. into a... It's tur- <laughs> feels so soft it's tur- on my sphincter. It's turning into a David Lynch movie at that point. <laughs> react and uh of course you know it would the best thing would be to you know act very maturely and you know ignore it and everything and say oh the meeting is at 2 p.m or something like that but just i don't know it must have been his reaction but i just cracked up and i couldn't stop laughing and uh like i was just standing there laughing with my hands on my hips like you know, like the alien at the end of Predator or something like that. And he ran away as I was laughing. And anyway, after that, I went to the uh, the meeting and uh, he was there and he was like really kind of uh, downbeat and everything. And after that, he didn't talk to me for ages uh, and he didn't bother me. So everything worked out really well. Anyway, cheers. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Is that a happy ending? Yeah. Yeah, that it's not something. It's not like a technique you can use because it requires the person that you want to avoid coming and farting in front of you. Then, which how are you going to make that happen? You know, I, I got to say, I haven't really had that experience at my work, where someone like just ripped a fart in front of me. I, I mean, I. I think I'm like you know when you when they say things like. Uh, you know, if you can't tell who the person who farts at your job is, it's probably you. I think I'm that. I think everybody's like, yeah, I've gone to Lance's office all the time and he just ripped a huge fart. It's gross. Oh, you too? <laughs> yeah, but you know, it doesn't count when you're in the bathroom. Like, when you're in the bathroom. No, 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 that doesn't count. Lots of dudes fart. And you're like, it's sometimes like, I'll sit there and, uh, you know, I'll be like, just finishing taking a shit. And I'll hear someone at urinal just rip some really loud, funny sounding fart. And I'll quickly wipe up just so I can uh, get out and find out who that was. Because don't you want to know? Once again, very perverted what you just said. No, I don't think like this the is a sexual interest. I just want to know, office. like, who dealt that? Like, oh. who ripped that? Like, what is, you have some powers. Fart right. prowess. But I've never been outside of the bathroom. <laughs> hey, people, uh, audience, if uh, the show just stops at any given point, it's because D's been <laughs> hauled in for peeping Tom <laughs> charges because he was, like, putting his cell phone camera under the stall. And they're like, oh, you're peeping Tom. I just wanted to know who ripped that incredible fart. <laughs> And then you're like doing a Snapchat Instagram photo. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. All I'm gonna do is I'm gonna see if I can you know, if I'm about to wipe anyway, I'll wipe a little faster so I can get out, wash my hands, and find out, identify the person who ripped this loud fart. Fair enough. Or this weird sounding fart. But I've never had it happen outside of the, the confines of the bathroom. I've never been like in the kitchen getting coffee and having someone just rip a fart. Because in that circumstance, would you laugh? Or would you ignore it? I think you ignore it. I couldn't ignore it. Depends on what kind of uh, environment you work in, right? You like know, you used I, to work at the box factory or whatever. Then yeah, you laugh well, about it. Well, if it was like a blue collar type of thing, like, you know, I can or, see that. You know, a lot of jobs now are sort of light blue collar. 
Well, I work with a bunch of, like, I work with, like, some bros, like, in my immediate area. And if they fart, it's like, oh, oh, you guys are assholes. I can understand. I'm talking about, like, you know, one of the middle-aged women who, you know, work, answer phone calls and and customer support. (laughs) If she's over there making coffee and just rips a loud fart. I don't know what I would, I have no idea how I would react to that. Well, in that situation, you can't laugh because she might say like it has to do with menopause and now you're going to get trumped up on some kind of like HR write-up. Do you think that'd be harassment? Yeah, I do think it would be harassment. If I, if I, well, I don't know what I'd do. You know what I would do? I would hold it in, run over to the stairwell to go down my (laughs) emergency. secret stairwell. (laughs) My secret stairwell and laugh the whole way back down to the fifth floor. That's what I would do. That's a good course of action. <laughs> That's the plan. Anyway, Moon, it was good to hear from you. It's been a while. I'm glad that you're still listening. I'm glad that you are still encountering awkward fart experiences at your office in Japan. It's good to know uh, it still happens. It feels like he's always like, I used to, I don't think he works in Japan anymore. Because he's always like, when I used to work in Tojo? Because I thought that was Tokyo. a, I thought that was a, oh, I thought he said Tojo. I think it was just so, Wasn't accent. that a derogatory term for Japanese people in the World War II? Was it? That's what my grandpa would have called Japanese people, the Tojos. Sounds like something that they would Emperor Tojo. It sounds right? derogatory, but, yeah. but anyway, it's good to hear from you, Moon. Hope to hear from you again soon. Didn't mean to rhyme. Um, people can call the show at 206-666-3846. If you haven't been listening to the show on iTunes, I don't know what you've been doing. You're obviously not a friend of the show. Um, we've, we've mentioned this before. Actually, I think we've mentioned it every episode. <laughs> iTunes. Just go to iTunes. Subscribe, rate, comment. We appreciate it. 480 episodes we always do listen to the show. <laughs> just fucking iTunes, okay? I'm, do- I'm done saying it, all right? Until next week. Um, <laughs> Stick around Facebook page. Great place to uh, read some uh, witty posts by uh, yours truly. Also, a lot of interaction with the uh, the fans over there now. So uh, it's facebook.com slash podcast. Should I start posting to the Facebook page? Yeah, you're an admin. You should. Just go <laughs> okay. on there and uh, log in. And, now uh, it's going to be a competitive, like whose post gets more likes. I'm warning well, you. Well, what I do is I uh, post an Instagram thing that automatically posts over to the Facebook okay. page. So... You're going to have to keep up with that. Maybe I'll start posting something there. I got kicked out of some of my groups, so I'm looking for some places to spend my time. What what groups are you in? (laughs) Never mind about that. Uh, Also, we're selling prints right now and T-shirts at the Sick and Wrong store. And I'm going to run this promotion for another two weeks. If you buy a T-shirt right now, we're going to send you a print with that T-shirt and stickers. So you get a... It's a trifecta. T-shirt, the Quado T-shirt, print... And stickers, all in uh, one one uh, cleverly wrapped package. So go to sickwrongpodcast.com slash store and uh, buy some merch. And uh, here's the Sick Wrong Song of the Week. It was sent in by Lauren. She says, I bet this song gives Wackerly a stiffy. I do like the word stiffy. We'll see. It's a good, it's a good word. Um, it's a song by Sharon Needles called Dead Girls Never Say No. <laughs> do you know who Sharon Needles is? Uh, no, should I? You probably wouldn't know. I didn't know who she was either until I watched the, uh, I watched the uh, video here that she sent. She's a tranny, but she like looks kind of like Marilyn Manson. Like she does like a, I've seen her before. She won one of the tranny shows, like uh, RuPaul's something, RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, or one of the, one of the actual like networked, a, networked tranny shows. shows. Yeah. But she's cool though. Sharon Needles. 
kind of looks like Marilyn Manson and she's like all gothic and she comes out of a coffin. And so this song is kind of like there's this gothic theme to it. Dead girls never say no. So I'm thank you, Lauren. And you described her perfectly. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Um, thank you, Lauren, for saying that in. We're going to end the show here with uh, the Sharon Needles song. Uh, people will be back next week with uh, episode 480. May the force be with you. <laughs> oh, God. I'm six feet underground now. I'm six feet tall. Extend your shovel down now. Down to my acrylic claws. Dig me up and dig me was a bigger cokehead uh kelsey Grammer or carrie fisher Ooh. shit um i'm gonna say carrie fisher because she had several stints in rehab didn't she <laughs> yeah plus she was just she was dabbling in cocaine when it was a much bigger deal or Kelsey probably had to keep it on the DL a little bit because it wasn't at quite as accepted when he was doing it maybe but wasn't Kelsey violent like, I thought he attacked or he beat one of his He's wives. He's got some problems with his ex-wives, yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. But Carrie Fisher, though. Do you really think she was that much of a slut on the set? I think I've, I've heard I've stories pictures, that she was a yeah. big slut. Although, maybe not on the set, but it, you know, maybe it was just around Hollywood. But I've seen interviews, or I've I've seen interviews with her and read read interviews with her. She seemed like she'd be pretty fun to party with. Well, I I think I read things where like she was so coked up, you know, during some of the shooting where it was like impossible to work with her, and they had to like work around her. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Chewbacca ever had to slap her. It's like a British. Well, there are a lot of British actors who are like. This is a professional career, and you must conduct yourself as a professional. And she's like, fuck off, you limey prick. You think Alec Guinness was, I am dismayed. That's your buff, Sir Alec. Well, Alec Guinness is Irish, right? Was or is he? he Scottish? I thought he was Scottish. Well, either way, he's not sort of like a crusty yeah, English crusty. person. Was he, was he Scottish or was he English? I'm not sure. I have to look that up. Like Peter <laughs> Cushing would be the person who'd be like, I worked in the theater. Was one of the guys who played R2, was that guy, uh, was that guy one of the time bandits? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> There's only so many midgets. I, I never kept up on all the midgets who worked on the show. Warwick Davis played Wicket, right? Yeah. But or was that also some Indian no. guy? He's younger than uh, whoever. I forget the guy's name that played R2. 